Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Yesterday, we um, we talked about being rescued by God and what a blessing it is. And today, I want to talk about the rejoicing after the rescue. So it's so important to continue to praise God. And I know we talked um, earlier this week about the importance of having testimonies and writing down answered prayers. Um, And I think that so often we thank God for things. We might even hallelujah. We might even jump up and down. We might even do a little dance or a big dance. But then it's like life just keeps going. And so we just keep on going with life. Um, But I feel like God is doing so many great and amazing things. He's rescuing us from so many situations, danger seen and unseen, that we need to be mindful about how we rejoice after the rescue and why we rejoice after the rescue. Because I truly believe that when we rejoice after the rescue, and I don't mean like right after, I mean like continuously after. um, When we continue to rejoice after the rescue, The next time we need to be rescued, we're going to be far more mindful of the great things God has done. And this makes me think of um, friends that I have that are cancer survivors. I know so many people that have ridiculously amazing testimonies of God rescuing them from cancer. And and they don't just rejoice when they're cancer-free. They rejoice like every year on the anniversary finding out they were cancer-free. Or they rejoice every time they're on their way to a doctor's appointment because they know they've been declared cancer-free. And so I want to encourage us that we definitely need to rejoice in the trials and tribulations and we definitely need to trust God and we definitely need to remember we already have a victory in Jesus, but we also need to rejoice after the rescue. So I'm going to read our scripture for today. It's Psalm 64 verse 10. It's a Psalm of David. Psalm 64 verse 10. And David said, all righteous people will rejoice because of what the Lord has done. They will find safety in him. All good people will praise him. And I think about how it's so important for us to praise God. It's so important to remember that he is our source of safety. It's so important to remember to rejoice in who the Lord is as well as what the Lord has done. Because when we do that, we frustrate Satan. We push Satan's attacks away. Satan does not want to be around us when we're rejoicing. He can't stand when we're praising God. So the more we praise God, the less we're going to feel burdened or saddened or overwhelmed by the attacks of the enemy. And it's really important that we continuously rejoice in the Lord. Um... I love the verse that says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We need to be glad in each and every day, trusting that God has plans to prosper us and to give us a future and not um, to harm us, to give us a future and a hope. We need to trust that each and every day, it is the day that the Lord has made and we can rejoice and we will rejoice and we are rejoicing in that day because we know that God is rescuing us from something. So often when I get home from um, driving somewhere, I think, There are probably so many accidents I almost got into that God rescued me from that I'm not even aware of. And I think about all the different times I'm eating too fast or I'm um, I'm just like woofing my food down because I'm rushing and all the times I could have choked 
and all those times that God had rescued me before I even realized it was a problem. I think about times where I might have been in an unsafe situation and God rescued me before I even knew the situation was unsafe. And so I want us to pause and think about some of the things that God has rescued us from and have we actually rejoiced after those rescues? And we'll be right back. As we reflect on the many different ways God rescues us and the many different things God rescues us from, I think it's important to recognize our rejoicing. Um, I think about, you know, I don't know about your church. I don't know what your church is like. And this doesn't really happen since COVID because there are much fewer people at church right now. But I'm hoping that gets better as time goes on. Um, But I think about when there's a song or there's a part of the sermon that the Holy Spirit really uses to minister to someone and whether they start praising God because of their current circumstances or they're praising God, trusting them for trusting in God for their future circumstances or they're praising God because they know what he's done in their past circumstances. Whatever reason they're praising God, there's, um, there's usually someone who is just filled with the Holy Spirit and who's just howling praising, screaming, rejoicing for the Lord. And I always get excited when that happens. I know some people get uncomfortable. I know some people like to look around and see who's making all that racket. But I get excited because I know that that person was either blessed already, is about to be blessed, or is being blessed, or all three of them. Um, Because they are really in deep relationship with God in that moment as they praise the Lord with their whole being. Regardless of how we might feel about it in the moment, they are worshiping God and they are rejoicing in God. And that is a testimony. And I think we need to do a better job as a church body in educating people around that. You know, there are people that just say like, oh, it doesn't take all of that. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does take all of that. Sometimes we're not even in control of all of that. I know for myself, um, I don't like like to have large displays of praising God in front of people. I don't know. I just don't want to draw attention to myself. But every once in a while, God just takes me over and I can't even control myself. It's like my hands are moving, my arms are moving, my mouth is open, I'm hallelujahing. It's like I'm not even in control of myself. It's just that I'm so overtaken by the need to worship and praise the Lord, to rejoice after whatever I've been rescued from. Um, Sometimes I'm rejoicing before I've been rescued. And sometimes I'm rejoicing um, in the middle of the trial and tribulation or in the middle of the rescue, like I see God working it out. And so I really want to encourage us on today to be mindful of how we are rejoicing after the rescue. Is God doing great and miraculous things for us and we're just like, oh, thank you, and then we keep it rocking? Or are we pausing to truly rejoice, truly rejoice in what God is doing for us? Again, in Psalm 64, verse 10, David says, All righteous people will rejoice because of what the Lord has done. They will find safety in him. All good people will praise him. I want to be looked at by the Lord as righteous and good. And I know I'm not able to do that in my own flesh, but by the blood of Jesus, I am looked at that way by God. But I also want to be able to stand before the Lord and hear him say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And so I'm excited 
to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord, to live a life that can be called righteous, to live a life that can be called good. And so I want to be mindful of my pattern of rejoicing after the rescue so that I can continue to please God and to also be a witness to others that God is the God of rescuing. Um, And just really quickly before we close in prayer, the beginning of this psalm starts out with David in true David fashion, saying in verse 1, I am in trouble, God. Listen to my prayer. I am afraid of my enemies. Save my life. In verse 2, protect me from the plots of the wicked from evil mobs. Verse 3, they sharpen their tongues like swords and aim cruel words like arrows. And it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes on, until verse um, 7, where verse 7 starts with but. And it says, but God shoots his arrows at them, and suddenly they are wounded. And then it goes on about, Um, everything that God's going to do and then it ends in this verse 10 which was our verse for today with the all righteous people will rejoice because of what the Lord has done they will find safety in him all good people will praise him it's so important for us to keep our eyes focused on our God he is great he is amazing and he has ways we can't even understand and so I pray that on today and every day that you will continue to look to God for the rescue and to rejoice after the rescue just to recognize how great God is and how grateful we are to him and to encourage others to know him for themselves amen amen let's pray Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you that we are able to rejoice after the rescue, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for the rescue, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that honestly, you've already rescued us through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross and rising from the grave. Lord, you've already rescued us. So every day that we have should be lived in rejoicing to you, Lord God, thanking you, praising you, exalting you, adoring you for who you are, for all that you've already done and for all that you've yet to do, Lord. Help us to rejoice, Lord God, in you and in who you are. Help us, Lord God, to rejoice in such a way that others will want to know you, Lord God. And help us, Lord God, to fill our lives with rejoicing, Lord God, as we continue to grow in our ability to live our holiest hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was helpful, that you will like share and subscribe to this podcast if you find it to be a blessing and i pray that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life god bless